0: When it comes to Christmas, I like things to be perfect. My Christmas tree has to be real. It has to be just the right size and shape. The decorations have to be perfectly spaced out and everything from the decorations on the tree to the wrapping paper must be colour coordinated. When people come over to our house, I like to be the perfect host. I like to find them the perfect gift. And even if it is just for five minutes, I like to think that my family is perfect and never argues. And I don't think I'm alone. I think that for whatever reason, Christmas especially, we all like things to be perfect or just right. And it got me thinking, why do we do it to ourselves? You know, to a greater or lesser extent, Christmas is so often the time of year when we want all our hopes and our dreams for life to be complete. Whether it's that we want to be thinner, or we want to find someone the perfect gift, or we want to be more organised than we were last year. Whatever it is, we want it to be perfect by Christmas. When December comes, as we peel back the door on the first day of Advent, the build-up truly begins, doesn't it? The waiting starts, and we start to hurtle our way towards the big day, Christmas Day, the day when Jesus was born, the day that all our planning and our waiting comes together, when all our hopes are finally realised. But you see, I don't think that the arrival of Christmas Day marks the end of the waiting. I think it's actually just the beginning If you're anything like me when christmas rolls around almost nothing is complete nothing is accomplished and nothing is perfect the reality will be that there will be a pile of cards on the side that probably haven't been written let alone sent there will be gifts that need to be bought after christmas the kids will still be bickering and we will be so tired that we will just collapse in a heap rather than be some picture-perfect version of a family that i dream about and in the last couple of years with covid Nothing, nothing, well, nothing has been perfect, has it? But especially when it comes to Christmas. Last year, we were still shielding as a family, and I'm not going to lie, I had a small meltdown when I thought that I wasn't going to get a real Christmas tree. And some fab friends of ours bought us one, and it was perfect, and it was amazing. But Christmas was still far from perfect we couldn't see any of our family and i know that was the same for many people and even those people who managed to see others it had to be socially distanced there was no hugging it had to be outdoors in the middle of december middle the end of december but we rallied didn't we so he said it would be okay because next year it'll be perfect and here we are it's next year and it's not perfect it's a little bit back to normal but it's not perfect And as I record this, there's still so much uncertainty about whether or not we'll be living under more restrictions over Christmas. My perfect Christmas is once again ruined because of stupid COVID. And yet, if I'm really honest, even without COVID, there isn't much perfect about my life. There isn't much perfect about my Christmases. Try as I might, my desires and visions for this perfect thing does not match up in any way, shape or form to the reality. In fact, if I'm honest, there is nothing perfect about my Christmas and the fact that it's Christmas doesn't make that fact any easier. But you know what? I've come to the conclusion that it's okay because I don't think that Christmas day is all about coming together of the coming together of something that is perfect. And I'm sure there will be people, maybe even vicars, who disagree with me when I say this, but I don't think that that first Christmas, the birth of Jesus actually made anything better. I don't think people's lives were or are made perfect just because Jesus was born. In fact, if you're like me and your Christmas isn't as perfect as you'd like it to be, then I think we're in good company. Because when we think about it, there was actually very little that was perfect about the birth of Jesus. Those lovely, serene pictures that we see on Christmas cards or the cute nativity plays. And yeah, I know, imperfectness of Covid means that most of us have missed out on that again this year. But those nativity plays don't come close to the to the messy, dark, smelly reality that was the birth of Jesus. I mean, he was born to a poor, unmarried teenage girl who was in a strange city, in little more than a shed, surrounded by dew and animals. I don't know about you, but when I was planning the birth of my first child, that is not what I had in mind. The entrance of God's own son into this world was spectacularly imperfect, And yet somehow, we've got ourselves to a place where Christmas is fueled by a desire for perfection. For our desire for our single friend to meet the perfect partner, for the childless to suddenly conceive, for for family rifts to be miraculously healed. But these things rarely happen just because it's Christmas. And perhaps we shouldn't be surprised by that. Jesus's birth wasn't perfect. And in reality, he didn't make the lives of those around him perfect either. Mary's life, of course, of course, it was changed by the birth of Jesus. But it wasn't made perfect. I think her connection with God certainly uh, changed. I mean, he had chosen her to give birth to his son. Mary held God in her arms. There's this line in the song "Mary, Did You Know," and every time I hear it, it blows my mind. Of "Did You Know?" Um, it says something like, "When you kissed your little baby, you kissed the face of God," and I just think, "Wow! You know, Mary kissed God," and so yeah, undoubtedly, her connection to God changed. But despite all that, Mary, by earthly standards, never changed. She was never rich. Her lowly place in society never changed. She would and was and would always be someone who, but, who would be largely ignored by the, by the society that she lived in. Jesus didn't make it perfect. And I don't think he did because, you know, the birth of Jesus wasn't the completion of God's work on earth. It was just the beginning of the next chapter. You see, God and the devil had been at odds pretty much since the very beginning. When Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit in the garden, in that moment, sin entered the world. And well, humanity went downhill from there, didn't it? In the Old Testament, we read um, about the story of Noah and the great flood. And when God intended to rid the world of sin and wickedness in the hope that humanity would finally change their ways and turn back to him. But it didn't happen. Humanity remained broken and we as humans still walked away from God. We still found ourselves doing stuff that we shouldn't. The devil was still winning. And so God decides to pull out the big guns and he decides to send Jesus to earth. But it wasn't going to be a quick fix. The birth of Jesus was just God's first move in his plan to defeat the devil once and for all. Jesus, if you like, was God's declaration of all out war with the devil. You know, if this was in the Marvel Universe, then this is the moment that the end game battle begins. In that stable where Jesus was born, it was that moment, that moment where the final plan began. And I think Mary, like most mothers, probably knew that things were just beginning. I remember, I remember walking out of the hospital with one of ours and uh, as we walked out, a man was coming in and he looked at us and he smiled and he we went, hmm, now the fun begins. And, and he was right. You know, you prepare and you wait for the arrival of a child, but the job's not done when they arrive. It's just beginning. And the birth of Jesus was no different. There was nothing perfect about Jesus' birth. He didn't make the world or the lives of the people in it perfect. But there, there in the middle of all the imperfectness, Jesus was perfect. In the middle of all the imperfectness, Jesus led in a manger and shone the perfect beacon of hope for you and for me. Not miraculously making things perfect, but offering hope and pointing to a time when things would be perfect, offering us the hope of a better future. The joy of that first Christmas night, it wasn't about the birth of a baby, it was about what he would bring in the future. And so often our joy at Christmas is all wrapped up in the here and the now. But I think the true joy of Christmas is that it points to something far beyond the here and now. It points to a future, to a time when all our hopes and dreams will be fulfilled in ways that we can only imagine, to a time for when our longed perfection will be realised. And so as we, as we celebrate the birth of Jesus, we do so Remembering that it is just the beginning of the story, we remember that there are still greater things to come. The story is not yet complete. We have not reached perfection. Not yet. But we will. And so, for those of you who find Christmas a painful reminder of the incompleteness or the imperfectness of your situation, For those who, perhaps like me, struggle sometimes to be in the moment, always striving for the next unattainable thing or person that will make things perfect. For those of you who are sitting surrounded by the darkness and the imperfectness of life. Well, I believe that you are closer to God than you perhaps think. I believe that Christmas is a time to embrace the imperfect, the weak, the sick, the poor, the grieving, the left out. Because those are the very people that God remembers, the very people that God chose to reveal himself to on the night that Jesus was born. We are the people. And by that, I mean every single one of us. And if you're sitting there and you think it doesn't mean you, I just want to say it does. It does. We are the people that God chose to save when Jesus died on the cross and rose again. We are the people he calls to follow him with all our broken dreams and imperfections. We are the people he longs to meet with tonight. We are the people who celebrate his birth because we know that the story is not yet complete. But one day, one day the baby who was born in the stable on that first Christmas will be the one who makes all things complete. He'll be the one who makes us perfect and blameless in the sight of the God who loves us beyond our wildest hopes and dreams. So tonight, in the middle of all the darkness and imperfectness of this world, we remember Jesus, the baby who came as a light to shine love and hope to all of us. Amen.